0: welding instructor alex Declare knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact airpods pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear hi there Hi, what can I get
1: you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass.
2: Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go.
0: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
3: Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. I say it frequently, I have the greatest job in the world. Part of that is this podcast. A big part of this podcast is all the research I get to do and geek out on the latest studies and benefits things like exercise and good nutrition and psychology. The control of what we think and feel. All of those things under our control. And yes, here is yet another study on exercise and not weight loss, not muscle building, nothing to do with vanity, not even having to do with the psychology, feeling good, super important, not the body, but the brain. And as I was preparing this show, I mean, I just thought of all the ads for fitness equipment and programs and and things like that, and it's just obviously not a part of the marketing, and that's a problem. It's understandable, but that is one of my jobs that I will be doing here and in all the other mediums I work within is to bring you the myriad benefits of exercise that far exceed pure weight loss and how we look. And it's so important. And when you hear this over and over, as you will, from me and all of the different ways, it makes Exercise and movement, term I'd rather use and will be using more and more, in place of exercise, it makes it easier because you truly embrace the benefits. How good it is for us. How many things we are getting that are going to improve our lives. And that is what this study shows in a unique way it has to do with our brains. I've said before as well, you know, on cardiovascular equipment, what are the metrics that they track? Calories burn, time, distance. I get it. The cardiovascular equipment of the future that I would like to design will have metrics like I'm going to describe here that have to do with proteins in our brains, protective proteins. And hopefully one day, I don't know how they're going to do it, but, you know, they're going to do it. We're going to be able to track things like this that truly, truly are important. Not that the other things aren't. We want to be a healthy weight. But when we chase that as our primary goal in exercise, what has history proven? It's problematic at best. It's problematic at best. And so as I bring you all of these benefits of exercise that you kind of hear about it, you kind of see the headline every now and again, but it's not in the marketing of the products for a reason. And that's a problem, as I will say over and over, but you're going to hear it here. All right? Take a quick break. When we come back, a new study on the benefits of exercise in the brain that has been shown in humans usually mice lots of these studies have to do with mice that's where we start but this one humans all right quick break we'll be right back
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything, for every passenger, feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
3: And we are back talking about exercise and the brain. Yes, you've heard the benefits and mood and stuff like that. But I know that the vast majority of people are not going to the gym or going down into their home gym or going out for a walk to benefit their brains. But we need to. And even if we don't need to, you need to start to count all of these benefits. When you finish that workout, go for that walk, have that body weight strength session. The satisfaction you get when you realize the myriad benefits, that's what makes it a habit. You're literally making your life better and extending it, both physically and cognitively, as this new study shows. What I like is the opening line to one of the articles I read in reference to this study. And it said, and I quote, it's a well-known fact that exercise and mental health are intertwined. As I said, most of you have heard that before, right? Exercise is good for our brains, or for our minds. So what? <laughs> so so what? And, and even the term they use are intertwined? Yeah, you go, so what? Intertwined? I don't want intertwined. I want, tell me, like, what does it do? And it better do something good. And the problem is it's hard to track, as I said. You're not seeing that on your cardio display, what that workout did for your brain or your longevity. You've got those same metrics. But yes, you've heard exercise boosts your mood, increases self-esteem, improves memory, focus. Those are kind of really important. But again, we can't track that the way we can, all of those other things. And let me say this, focus, improving of focus is one of the reasons why when people say, what's the best time to exercise? Well, if you can, the best time is when you can, but because it improves our focus, first thing in the morning is good for that reason. Now, if you're like, I'm not doing it in the morning, I enjoy doing it at night, then you do it at night. But there are numerous studies and books that talk about the value of starting your day with exercise. And that's why so many successful people do just that. They realize the mental benefit of exercise. All right, so let's get right into this study, though. The study... January of this year just came out 2022. Alzheimer's and Dementia, the Journal of Alzheimer's Association is the journal and the study, Late Life Physical Activity Relates to Brain Tissue Synaptic Integrity Markers in Older Adults. Okay. Now, obviously been looking at exercise and brain health for a long time. But the science is still, (laughs) the biological pathways are not well understood. They're still looking at it. And again, they start with mice, and then we work our way from there. And let me read you a line that has to do with that connection with mice. Scientists have long observed the benefits of exercise in mice, test subjects before, but discovering the same relationship between movement and cognitive longevity in the human brain constitutes a major scientific milestone. So this study's a little different. It's a lot different. And what I love in that line is movement. It doesn't say exercise. It doesn't say going to the gym. And you can and should do that if that's what you enjoy. And I do all of the above home workouts, outdoor workouts, gym workouts. But we're talking movement. Because even if you go to the gym five days a week for an hour at a time and then sit all day long, that's hugely problematic. We need to move. That's where I'll end up with all of this. But this study, different, because it is looking at the cognitive benefits that they have seen in mice in the human brain. And... Read you another line from the study. Pioneering but decades old studies have established the causal impact of physical activity on, so this is the big term for this study, synaptogenesis, okay, in animals, an effect consistently replicated. So they've looked at the synapses, the brain, the brains of mice and relationship to movement. And what's really kind of fun is what they're looking at is voluntary physical activity when it comes to mice and their access to running wheels. They've looked at them in early, middle, or older rodents. And yes, and I quote, uh, demonstrates robust increases in dendritic tree complexity, synaptophysin, calcium signaling, and trophic factors, uh, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, BDNF. They're all just important aspects of our brains and the increases are good. Okay. That's all you need to know. And so what they're looking at here is movement may also play a major role in guarding our brains against dementia as we age. And I know, yes, you've heard that, but this study is saying, yeah, we've seen it and we've replicated it in mice and rodents for a long time. But now we're starting to see the same results, findings in humans. Now, what's the specifics of this study? They were attempting to determine the relationship between objectively measured free-living physical activity and synaptic markers in brain tissue of older adults. So those synaptic markers, the proteins that... I just outlined in different other factors in the brain, they're now saying, okay, we've seen it in mice that move and move at different levels. Is that connection the same in people? So is the University of California, San Francisco that was looking at this exercise brain connection and what they looked at, little morbid, but, you know, this is the way it happens, uh, this study in particular. They looked at 404 people who donated their brains to scientific research as part of the Memory and Aging Project at Rush University in Chicago. And the brains they were looking at belonged to people who were between the ages of 70 and 80 at the time they passed away. And what they were looking at was this synaptic integrity. And again, most of you are going, I have no idea what that means. Brain health and the study author, Caitlin Casaletto, describes it this way. And I quote, a healthy brain is one that transmits electrical signals effortlessly through the synapses in our brains. You can think of synapses as little doorways between neurons that let the signals squeeze through and proteins are essential for the maintenance of these little doorways. There are many proteins present at the synapse that help facilitate different aspects of the cell-to-cell communication. Those proteins need to be in balance with one another in order for the synapse to function optimally. Interesting. You kind of get it, right? Proteins are important to the functioning of our brains, especially as we age. And they can look at these proteins, and they have in mice. And now they're look at them literally in the brains of over 400 people. And those 400 people were tracked in that they wore activity trackers. And so they had data on how much these people moved. Those 400 people, okay? So they knew, to some degree, their level of activity. And then they took that activity level and they basically compared it to this synaptic integrity and the proteins as well that are related to that synaptic integrity. One final little, you know, way to describe it, exercise boosts levels of a protein known to strengthen communication between brain cells via the synapses. Okay, proteins are important. These proteins are important. Looking at them in relation to movement. What did they find? What do you think they found? those who exercise more tended to have more of those uh, protective proteins in their brains. Quote again from Dr. Casaletto, these findings begin to support the dynamic nature of the brain in response to our activities and the capacity of the elderly brain to mount healthy responses to activity, again, even into the oldest ages. We found fairly linear relationships, meaning the more physical activity, the higher the synaptic protein levels in the brain tissue. Now, how many times do we read that study headline about too much exercise? And how many times am I going to say hardly something we need to worry about? And yes, we study extremes to learn Perfect, you know, doses. But 99.9% of people, I would argue, in my experience, don't have to worry about too much. And the body's really smart. It will tell you. And it will stop you pretty quickly. Injury, overtraining, topics I have covered and will continue to cover. But more is better. More movement is better. More ridiculously hard. Crazy workouts? No. There's no pride in doing those too much, as I say. I want to be injury-free, and I want to be moving for the rest of my life. Doing what I want to do, when I want to do it, pain-free. Final quote from Dr. Casoletto, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Maintaining the integrity of these connections between neurons may be vital to fending off dementia, since the synapse is really the site where cognition happens. Physical activity, a readily available tool, may help boost this synaptic functioning. And the term may is there. Remember how many times I bring up, it depends, and the great guests that I bring and interview say, Every single one of them in response to certain questions. It depends. Yeah. Guess what? There's limitations to almost all studies. What's the limitation to this one? Physical activity and these relationships, protein, synapse relationships, they're highly dynamic and they're bi-directional in nature. What does that mean? And this is an observational study as well. The causality question is there, right? It's an observational study. We're looking at the brains. We don't know. What caused what? That's the bi-directional nature. Did the exercise make people's brains healthier? Or do healthy brains allow people to exercise more? My response to that is, we don't know. We're not sure. But it's another study that says we probably should move more. (laughs) I'm going to oversimplify it, but both are good things. And we have all of the other studies, and I'll continue to bring them to you, about the benefits of exercise in relation to our bodies and our brains. This is yet another. So, yes, same issues regarding causality in this study, this observational study, the dynamic nature and bidirectional nature of the findings. But what's the downside? What's the downside? A healthier brain allows you to move more, or moving more gives you a healthier brain. Finish talking about that after this final break. We'll be right back.
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington,
2: D.C. only. Please
1: gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call
2: 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything, for every passenger, feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
3: And we are back. Can I say one more time? how much I love reading these studies and bringing them to you and just more and more positive findings, information on moving more, on the value of what you're doing, that no exercise is too little. They're not talking about some crazy workout here, not talking about how many times they go to the gym. They're talking about looking at the movement activity, how much these people moved Wearing a wrist-based accelerometer, tracking steps and movement. And that's another limitation, right? You know, when you, I didn't want to bring all the limitations to you, the, the important ones that, you know, but how vigorous was the exercise? All of those specific factors, they're not really in play here. I would argue it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. And so this is yet another show and another study that talks about movement. And let me take it one step further. This is why we want to be healthy. Why you want to strength train and do all of the components of fitness. Yes, there are five listed. I say six throwing in balance. But we want to be injury free. We want to be pain free so that we can move as much as possible, so that we can do as much as we want to do. And what we're learning from these studies more and more is that it benefits our bodies and our brains. And so this is about quality of life. And when you see those posts and those articles that say, cardio doesn't matter, (laughs) you know, it's, it's just how you look. Look how skinny that person is. This is where I say a weight loss pill would be the worst thing that possibly happened to us. One that actually worked. I don't think it will ever, not in my lifetime, come out without major side effects. And one of the side effects would be this. People wouldn't move as much and their brains would suffer. And what this study went into in greater detail was, again, the Alzheimer's type issues that people have that movement protects against. So it's not just about being skinny or it's not just about having big muscles and, you know, that perfect looking body. It's about overall health. And that's moving and that's not deprivation when it comes to eating. It's what we feed our bodies through whole foods and exercise. Let me throw in there really good things into our our minds. Consuming good (laughs) content. It all matters. It all matters. And so there you go. Simplified it down. Oftentimes I feel oversimplified, but that's, that's what you need to know. You just need to keep hearing how important it is to move and how you can be skinny unfit. We want to be a healthy weight and all of these things will happen when you take the correct approach the excessive moderation approach, the scientific approach. And when you realize the dozens and dozens and dozens of benefits of doing all of these things, moving more, eating better, and controlling your thoughts to the positive. Enough, done. I'm getting better, shorter. (laughs) Yet another study on exercise and the brain. Again, if you want to go and read the study itself, Alzheimer's and Dementia, the Journal of the Alzheimer's Association, Late Life Physical Activity Relates to Brain Tissue Synaptic Integrity Markers in Older Adults. All right? We want to move. We want to move as much as possible. Let me give you one final, just positive takeaway line I skipped over, but... Throw it in there to end this exercise training is associated with gray matter growth in humans, and the synapse is a structural component of gray matter, supporting further study of these relationships. When you get off that treadmill, when you get off that elliptical, when you come in from your walk or your swim, or doing your strength training, whatever it is, know that you just did something that is going to make your life better. And that's awesome. All right, if you want to reach out, Tom H. Fit is Instagram and Twitter. Tom H. Fit, love to hear from you. Love to see your posts. And I will answer all questions on Listener Mailbag episodes. So don't hesitate to reach out. Love to hear from you. You can also go to fitnessdisrupted.com. Email me through the site. My most recent book is The Micro Workout Plan. I've got a bunch of questions from that, from those of you who are listening to the podcast and then grab the book. I will answer all those questions as well they're all connected. And what you'll see is again, I walk the walk and talk the talk. I've been doing this for over 3 decades. And my philosophy and my approach has not changed at all. It's the basics people. It's science. At 52, I feel awesome. I've done a lot when it comes to competitions, but I'm injury-free and that's what's most important. And I want you to have your best life as well because that's what this show's about. Helping you look better, feel better and live longer. Because we control, as I said earlier, three things. And I'll constantly remind you of this. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. And that's awesome. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
2: Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride More details.